1: episode of the Dietitian Values podcast. Today I want to talk about something that is is kind of a little bit different for me, um, and it was inspired by a little DM chat I had with Shante, the movement maestro. Um, where I was procrastinating on recording a podcast episode to load up for you while I was on holidays, and I said to her, "Help! What should I talk about?" And she had this, well, posed a question to me, um, or, or posed a question around when is it time to push? So there's times to pause, there's times to rest, but when do we push and do we push? And I thought that was a really good question because I don't often talk about this. I mostly talk or lean more heavily into the message to pause and to rest and to slow and to ground and to move like a sloth, which is my kind of inner, and inner kind of nature. And the main reason is that most messages, particularly in the business world, are to go, to push, to take action, you know, um, what's, the, what's the word, fake it till you make it, you know, feel the fear and act anyway, um, all those kind of pieces. And I often am looking to counterbalance that. Um, and if you've ever worked with me within my programs or one-to-one, you will know that I st- also have... I suppose, yeah, and (laughs) action-based strategies as well. And it's just not really the message that I talk about. So I thought it was a good question and a good topic for me to dive into because I do talk a lot about pausing and resting, and I really think they're essential to slow down, to pause, to rest, to take a moment, take a beat, and just kind of ground in your values. And if we want change, if you want a business that does things differently, if you want a business that supports people, um, the humans you work with, and also a business that supports you financially and, you know, breathes your vision for the world into being, there will be times to push. There will be times to take action. Um, And I know for myself as somebody who is very much more oriented towards resting and slowing, like that's my natural kind of Um, rhythm, (laughs) Um, that, yeah, there are times I do have to, for want of a better word, push. Times where I have to, um, it's not even have to, times where I am, I can see the reason that I actually want to get up off the deck out of the sunshine and go take action in whatever it might be. So times to push. So when do we push? Um, That's what I want to talk about with you today. When to know to push and some things to put in place before you do. Okay, so firstly, this is not information or not, um, advice for when you are in burnout or when you are beyond capacity. Um, And so it's really important to know where you're at because sometimes we can, you know, the the dominant message is to, to push past our capacity. So it's definitely not a message for that. So big caveat, big blinking red light caveat at the start. Um, And what I will do in the show notes is I'll link to some of my episodes around pausing and resting. So you can go uh, have a listen to them as well, if that's the message you need to hear today. But if you are in that phase where you're like, I really want to take action in my business. I really want to move things forward. I really want to do something differently. um, When is it time to push? When is it time to, I suppose, maybe bring a little bit of that, I don't know, tough love or whatever it might be um, to kind of get some momentum moving, um, happening. So it might come as no surprise to know that the first step um, when to know to push is to really check in with your values, to look at whether what you are wanting to do is aligned and takes you towards your values. So when something takes us towards our values, so when we sometimes need to push despite perhaps um, maybe rather sitting on the deck and enjoying my iced coffee, case in point, instead of, um, you know, going in and recording my podcast episode, when's it time to push? So when the action that you want to take and particularly the process of taking that action and what it seeds into the world, it might not always be the outcome or the output, but just the seeds it plants actually moves you towards your values and your values aligned to life. So if I use this, I'll use the meta example of the podcast. I really, I knew I wanted to um, record a podcast episode for you while I was on holidays um, and and to have that there. And there was that part of me that was kind of like, ah, oh, it doesn't really matter if I miss a week because it doesn't, right? It doesn't. So how do I know when it's to push versus say last, well, when this drops, it'll be a fortnight ago. I didn't put out a podcast episode because I was sick. Um, so when we know it's time to push is when it moves us towards our values for me, when I check in and I think is this action or taking this action. And so for example, the podcast overall taking that action of recording a podcast each week is moving me towards my values and is actually what it to me, I see it as planting the seed of the message or the information that I have to put it out in the world. Would people miss it if I didn't? There's a handful of you that probably would. Um, is the world going to end? No. Um, and so when do I know when I would push myself to get up and record the podcast where I don't, because it is something that I often do. I haven't recorded a podcast episode every week. I don't record a podcast episode. Um, sorry, sometimes my podcast episodes come out a day late or a little bit later. And that is me finding that discernment point of Sometimes when it is that pausing or resting, but also when it's time to push, or when it's time to push to say get it out, even if it is a day late, versus just leave it. Um, and so the first thing is, yeah, really grounding into those values and knowing the why, knowing my why, and for you, knowing your why, what is it that you are the process like? What is it that you are seeding into the world? Like I said, because it's not necessarily I, you know the recording of the podcast, that is the values aligned thing. You know, it's not like that is the piece, but it's what the that actually supports. It's this message going out and hopefully creating a space of solidarity and a conversation between you and me and a space for connection, right? It's also a way for me to share the different way I think about things and to just put them out in the world, which is part of my values of doing things differently to create change. Um, That's one of my values is doing things differently. And so having these conversations, one of my core values is around connection. So that is another key part of the podcast. So we know when sometimes you can know it's time to push versus re- relax or take the you know take the rest or the pause when taking that action is going to move you towards your values and it's not in opposition to other values so if i use the example of doing it now before i move before i go away on holidays i'm not stressed i've um i've got everything sorted like all packed I left it to kind of the last minute because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't pushing my capacity. So versus, um, and I'm talking about recording, obviously not when you listen to this, but versus when I skipped week when I was unwell, one of my values is a regenerative use of resources, including for myself and for community and for other spaces. And when I was sick, my value of a regenerative use of resources, as in taking care of myself and my capacity and my energy and allow myself to heal, was the value that I really leaned into. So we can know when it's time to push by really looking at, does an action move towards your values? And is by taking that action, is it going, it's not going to actually be disconnecting you or misaligning you with any of your values. So both at the same time. Um, so this week it is moving me towards my values of sharing my messages um, and doing things differently. And it's not in opposition of my resources or capacity. It's not in opposition of any of my values or misalignment with my values. So that's number one, checking in with your values. And this is why it's so helpful and supportive to have values action statements because you can really get really meta and like literally have your values action statements in front of you. And you can do it like a checklist. Does this move me towards that? Is or is it in opposition of that? And you can go through that and then you can use that information to make the choice of whether you push or whether you rest and pause. So that is the first piece always for me is grounding in our values or using your values as an actual decision-making tool. Values are so practical. If you've ever worked in organizations or spaces where values are lip speak, it's easy to get a bit jaded, but values actually are such a practical tool. You know, they're more than just while we talk about them, while I often talk about them as being these aspirational, um, you know, things with no end basically like you know no end goal Um, they also are highly practical particularly when you have the action statements where you can use them as a decision-making guide so does it move you towards your values and is it not you know checking it's not in opposition to any values and that can be how you can know to push the second one or the second place um, that I look to when I know when to know to push is my gut feeling and that discernment point between um, like that external pressure and the internal knowing. And so, gut feeling, instinct, intuition, or just that feeling in your body of not always feeling um, like it's not always a, it's not that you might not feel a little bit of like nervousness or a little bit of activation inside our bodies around a choice or decision that is required that we do want to push. And that's very different than that kind of the feeling we get in our bodies when we are pushing ourselves for somebody else's reasons, or the feelings we get in our body when we're pushing ourselves when we're not ready. And does that take time to find that discernment? Yes, particularly if we have been disconnected to our body. But One way you can do is one is to kind of like be on the lookout for it as you do make decisions. How does it feel? And then even if it's retrospectively like realizing, oh, that wasn't the decision I wanted to make. How did it feel at the time, you know, getting that information? And also retrospectively thinking back on past decisions or experiences where you've pushed yourself and it hasn't been where you wanted to go, how did that feel in your body? And the times when you've pushed yourself and it has been where you wanted to go and what you wanted to do, how did that feel in your body? So what's that kind of feeling that you have? And there is a difference, even if the feeling that you get when it is the time to push is a bit different, um, is still uncomfortable, it is different than when we are pushing ourselves for external reasons or those external values, other people's values. So what's going on in your body? What's that gut feeling? I actually talked about this um a few weeks ago when i did a podcast i think i titled it like a podcast about nothing in particular or something or maybe connection and a check in um when i talked about how <clears throat> sometimes i get this feeling uh or like this little kind of feeling of, no you shouldn't do that and then i know that that's when i should when i do push when i do take action um even if and sometimes it's in opposition to that message or that feeling because it's not really feeling it's like an external Um, messaging I suppose that I've got inside me but it's a different feeling. Now it does take time to kind of pick that up and to kind of figure it out and this is where reflection and keeping a reflection sort of journal whether that's um, you write it down or you you know voice kind of voice notes or, or whatever it might be or just have a practice of reflecting even if you just kind of keep that as a felt sense as far as like it doesn't have to be Dear diary. um, But some sort of reflection process where you can slow down and where you can actually make the connection between the feelings that you get in your body and the decisions you make and the outcomes and actions that come from that. So building that up over time so you have that kind of feeling. Like I said, you can use that kind of retrospective stuff of thinking in the past of how it's felt, how things have felt, but also just taking that time. And this is where you might have a pause and a push where you take that time to really pause and think what is going on in my body and then use that information to push forward, perhaps to push towards your values, aligned choice and decision and action. Number three, um, and kind of an extension of that whole idea of the external internal stuff is, you know, if you've been hanging around here for 0.5 seconds, you'll know I'm passionate about both my garden and words. Um, And so when it comes to words, I found, um, or a really sentence, really helpful sentence or a reframing or rephrasing that I found really helpful to kind of check in about something. Is it something that I... Want to push on or need to push on is to use those two words. Want or need. Often we'll have that internal dialogue, or even we'll say it out loud if we like to talk to ourselves. um, That I should, you know, I should do stuff. And should's a really good little red flag to kind of an opportunity to pause. (laughs) I can't push without pausing. Um, And if you've ever been in labour, there's lots of pauses between the pushing. Um, Well, depending how quick things went. Anyway, let's not go on tangent. But checking in and and rephrasing. So if a should's coming up, or if you're not sure whether something is what you want to push towards, create a sentence that has want or need. So for example, let's go back to the podcast example. i am beating in a dead horse, of course, but um, I want to record my podcast. And that was the case. I want to record a podcast before I go on holidays. Um, I don't need to, but I want to. Um, should I? Well, maybe if I'm going to listen to any other things, but if I flip it or if I rephrase it and add a, add want in, then it actually checks. And something that can be helpful if it's not that statement just isn't like, I want to, I just want to report because I don't just like, I don't just like, I want to record a podcast. I want to record my podcast because it moves me towards my value of X, Y, Z. So, or I need to do this. So the week when I didn't record the podcast, I need to leave the podcast for this week because I need to prioritize my resources, me as a resource, my capacity and my rest. So you can use it in either way and you can check it and adding in that because and inserting what value it moves you towards to do or not to do that thing if you want or need to do it. Um, So if should's coming up, use want or need and see if it still holds true. If it doesn't, Remember, go want or need and, and look for the value, look for the because, because the actual action sometimes isn't what we want to do. I'm sitting in the sun, enjoying my iced coffee. Do I want to get up and go inside into the dark, cold office and record a podcast? No, not as in that action. I don't necessarily want to take that action, but I want to go record a podcast because I want to build connection. I want to be sharing things um, and and thoughts and ideas on how to do things differently. I'm using the podcast example because it's the one front of mind. This can really correlate to other things. So right now, when you're listening to this, I'm in Fiji um, and I'm on holidays with family and I'll probably be hanging out on Instagram a little bit, um, but I'm not taking my laptop or doing any work for the week. Now, I can check that in through my values. Would I want to push? Like there's always work you can do. Do I want to push? I want to do work when I go away on Fiji. No, <laughs> uh, I don't. That's a very clear note. Um, and I can check in with that. Um, do I, so let's let's use say Instagram because I probably will hang out on stories. I don't know. You can go check and see if I am, if it's held true. Um, but I can check like, you know, so the first thing that often comes up is oh, I should still keep a presence on Instagram, right? So let's use this as an example while I'm on holidays. Okay. Should is a little red flag. So let's first start with need. I need to keep a presence on Instagram. Nah. I don't believe that I do. Um, I want to. Yeah, I'm gonna feel into that while I'm on holidays each in each moment and check in with that. And I want to because it moves me towards my value of connection, of sharing what I'm doing. And there will definitely be times when I'm away on holidays where I'll go. I don't want to because it moves me towards my value of connection and being present with my family and what I'm doing in that moment. So that will be a really powerful little check-in sentence for me over the week Um, and to let me know if I want to do that. Now, it's definitely not going to be a push example um, because it's not a scenario, but I just wanted to use that as an example of where you can use different wording and where you can use that check-in. So let's say at the moment, oh, here's another good example. So in autumn, and I talked about this when I did my seasons um, episode a few, probably months ago, a month or so ago now, um, around how listening to seasons, I think I talked about it on the podcast. I don't think I talked about it in the webinar. Anyway, basically um, autumn, I'm really aligned with autumnal energy. And in autumn um, or fall for my US um, or Northern Hemisphere counterparts um, is when like, I get like lots of ideas and stuff. And so I had this idea for a couple of things that I've planned out. I've like completely mapped them out. Um, One's an audio training and one's an email, um, like a a five-day free email kind of um, prompts around money and finances. Uh, Spoiler. And um, I kind of like mapped it out. I I set some dates for winter because clearly I wasn't thinking. And I didn't do that. I didn't push. It was a clear not push situation for me. Um, But how did I know? whether I should push through. Now I'm still going to put these out, right? Um, I'm just going to wait for my spring, summer energy, whatever things for shift. Um, Maybe when I come back from holidays, maybe I'll be, I'll check back in with my energy, my capacity, where I'm at. Um, And so I had those things. I also had some webinars that I did and I did put them out. So how do I know when it's time to push? How did I use that? Um, So these were examples of where I had to make a decision. Do I push and put this out or do I not? And again, I come back to my values. And in this case, is it aligned with my values of doing things differently, of connection? Absolutely. These kind of activities and these actions, because I'd planned them while being grounded in my values, were completely aligned. And I go back to that um, value of capacity and resourcing, and there was a misalignment there for me. And so it was a space where I didn't push. And because it wasn't aligned with all of those values for me. Now, it doesn't have to be aligned with every value, but I need to make sure, and what I'd encourage you to make sure is there's not a disconnect or a misalignment with any of your values. Your values will rarely be misaligned but certain actions in any moment can move you towards some values while not moving you towards others and sometimes they can be moving you they might move you towards a value but they'll also maybe be in um, misalignment or a little bit of a disconnect with one of your values in one moment not every moment right so my resource and capacity one is something that changes so a decision I make in one moment or one time might be different based on where I'm at So again, this is why it's so helpful to have those values-based action statements. So you can just simply go through this when you are wondering, should I push? You can go through your values list. Is it aligned? And you can make a decision based on that. You can check in with your gut feeling and you can use that rephrase want and need because X, Y, Z to help you to know whether it's time to push. So I hope that's helpful as a bit of a like process to go through. I want to add in, um, I want to reiterate caveat, but also I want to encourage you to consider or to have some things in place or some things to check before you do push. So either having these things as just a general course in your business and life or, um, putting these in place before you do push. When you made the decision, yep, I'm going to push, make sure you have these things in place. So the first one is that caveat I had at the start is check your capacity. Even if capacity so capacity is one of my values around that, like resources, um, regenerative use of resources, which that encompasses my capacity, but that might not be built into your value. So it might not get picked up on your values check. So check in with your capacity. Check your burnout-a-meter. Are you burnt out? Are you close to burnt out? Are you at the edge? Possibly not a good time to push. Right, go listen to my episodes on pausing and resting, perhaps. Um, but check in your capacity, check in your resourcing, and check out check your burnout meter to see where you are at before you push. If they're not embedded, if if checking your capacity or if kind of keeping a read on your capacity is not embedded in one of your values, then you would need to do this external, um, ex, like as an extra thing. So before you push, check your capacity, check your burnout meter check your resourcing. What season are you in? Is it something that needs to happen now? So checking in with that. The other thing before you push is have a nervous system hygiene plan. Like I said, when we look at our gut feeling, pushing might not always feel comfortable and it still might be a bit, um, you know, we're mammals, right? We've got a nervous system. So our nervous system can get activated. We can start feeling, you know, whatever triggers or cues or things going on in our body. So having a nervous system hygiene plan when you are going to push can be really helpful if that's sort of something that can come up for you. But also if pushing while it won't push you over the burnout meter, like it's not going to push you past capacity or past resourcing, having a nervous system hygiene plan, some strategies and things that you do to take care of your nervous system will of course help you or support you to maintain capacity and resourcing and, um, you know, um, energy, etc. cetera, and groundedness for pushing, whether it's like a a long push or just a short, big push or whatever it may. So having a nervous system plan in place, like what do you do to take care of your nervous system and making sure you've just checked in with that, maybe putting some things in place preemptively, maybe even doing a little bit of that before you even start to take action um, can be really helpful. So before you push, either start on it or get a plan for how you will take care of yourself to maintain your capacity and also to take care of yourself if you do start to feel uncomfortable or you start to feel um, that you're pushing at the edge of that capacity, etc. So have a nervous system, you know, a plan to take care of your nervous system and yourself. And then before you push ground in those values, grounding your why. So that will come if you're doing those steps of like when to know to push. Um, but I just reiterated here and I can't repeat it enough um, to actually just... Grounding your values. I want to do this, or I need to do this because, and be really explicit because of this value. So that is what I'd really encourage you before you push, particularly, yeah, checking in with that resourcing, having a nervous system hygiene plan and having that grounding in your value is so helpful. Um, so hopefully this has been supportive. I'm going to wrap it up now, hitting the 24 minute mark and with all the bits and pieces, we'll be, you know, pushing up there. So I will leave you with that. If you've got questions, comments, concerns, if I've missed something or missed the mark, I'm always here to continue the conversation. You can send me an email, laura at dietitianvalues.com or come and hang out with me, um, slide into my DMs over on Instagram at dietitian values. Um, and if you want some support around this, if there's something happening in your business and you want some support around going through this process, an external person like to know to help you to make that choice, because that can be something. I mean, I didn't say it in my little like steps to push to know when to push or not, but having support people. If I use the birth example, midwife, a doula, you know, a laboring partner is really helpful. They don't do the pushing for you, but they can be the support person. They can let you know when it's time. They can also just get things in place. They can be the people who do the nervous system hygiene for you or help you out, um, You know, get you the snacks, whatever it might be. Um, if that's something that would be supportive for you, then always remember that I'm here. Um, I can offer that if you need it. Okay. I will leave you with that. And until next time, bye
0: for now. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram, where I hang out, at dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging.